All right. And all God's people said amen. amen. All right. Hallelujah. What a great uh, way to worship this morning and to give God our praise and glory today. Welcome to church this morning and uh, trust that you've already felt blessed by being here today. I invite you to turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 11. You know, I can probably not have to go out on a limb very far and say that many of us have not just one thing in common, but many things in common as well. And if I were to say to you this morning that I believe one of those things that we have in common this morning, that each of us who are here this morning is carrying some kind of burden. In other words, there's something going on in your life that is hard and that you might be struggling with, that you're trying to overcome, that you find it hard and difficult. And yet the one thing that God's called us to do in a lot of these burdens that we have is to just surrender to Him. Surrender that burden. Give it to Him. But why is it so hard to let go and let God have control? Why aren't we more intentional about letting God shoulder those burdens for us and letting Him take control of our lives? You know, this morning, I want you to see with me in Matthew chapter 11 that God has different calls in our life. It's a call to salvation we saw last Sunday morning, but this morning it's a call to surrender. That God calls us all to surrender our lives to Him, to give Him every measure of who we are and every hope and thought that we have, every burden that we're carrying. Uh, every blessing that we receive, all surrender to Him. And Jesus gives us this call. If you'll follow along with me, I'd like to read it for you. Matthew chapter 11, beginning at verse 27. He says, All these things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, nor does anyone know the Father except the Son, and the one to whom the Son wills to reveal Him. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Bow with me if you would, and let's, let's pray this morning. Father in heaven, we're... So thankful for the promises of Scripture that give us assurance and hope. Father, thank you that um, in those difficult times of life, you're there and you're there in those joyous times of life because you're just always there. And we thank you and praise you for that. Father, sometimes in our heart we're stubborn. We don't want to relinquish control. We'd rather drive things ourselves off the cliff and let you guide us through 
those difficult times. So, Lord, I pray this morning that you remind us again of your willingness, of your desire to carry these hard burdens in life for us. Lord, I pray this morning that you'll open our minds and hearts to your mind and your heart this morning as we see it in Scripture. And, Lord, that you'll give us ears to hear. Father, I thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, as Jesus gives us that invitation to come and really to surrender our, our burdens to him, what a great sense of assurance that God gives to us in life. To know that he's always there, he's always available, he's always ready to hear us and for us to place those burdens on him. He gives us that call to surrender to him. And, and it's a call that really is a call that calls us closer to him. You see, you really have that's surrender is something you have to do up close and personal. And God calls us that very thing. Listen to me in verse 27. There's some things I want you to see about this call. Beginning in verse 27. First of all, it's a call, and Jesus says, Come and listen to Christ. You know, if we're going to trust Him, if we're going to put our confidence in Him, then it certainly begins by exposing ourselves to the things of God, to listening to the Lord Jesus Christ, to putting our faith and our trust in Him, to know the One and know His competency in being able to handle our problems in life. If we don't know that He can do it, then we'll never be able to trust Him. Now listen, why can Jesus call us to listen to him and us have assurance in him that he's capable. Well, one of the reasons is because of his command of the issues. Listen to what he says in verse 27. He says, all things have been delivered to me. Jesus is making a, a statement that's absolute. He's saying all things have been really committed to his care. Uh, all understanding and all wisdom and all knowledge Jesus Christ possesses. There's nothing that he doesn't know, and at all times, he knows all things. And so he's reminding us of that very thing, is that he has command of the issues. He not only commands the issues, but let me tell you, he commands all things. He commands nature, creation, time, eternity, all those things, salvation are under his command. And so when you and I think about uh, whether or not we ought to listen to him, if he's the author of life and the creator of all things, there's really then only one perfect source that we can go to and that we can listen about those things that are heavy in our lives. Paul says it like this. He says, For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth and visible or invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. You see, the truth of Scripture says that Jesus Christ is really the authority on all things. Life issues, life relationships, uh, everything about living, Jesus Christ is the authority. And so he's calling us today with all the complexities and all the difficulties and struggles that we have to come to him and find some understanding about some things. Maybe you've been walking through some days uh, where things have been cloudy or whatever, then come to Jesus Christ because he is really in command of all the things of life. Something else that 
he reveals to us as well in verse 27, not only because of his command should we come and listen to him, but because of his connection. He says, and no one knows the Son except the Father, nor does anyone know the Father except the Son. So Jesus is saying there's this connection between God the Father and the Son that's very intimate, personal. As a matter of fact, uh, it's, it's inseparable because they're one. And so he says, you know, come to me because really I, I'm, I'm connected in a way uh, that will be beneficial in our relationship with him. And so he calls us to be not only connected, uh, but be connected to him through his death on the cross. You know, the only way that we could come to God and know him and have a relationship with him and have life was through Jesus Christ's death. That he shed his blood, that he gave up his life on the cross so that he could make a way for us to be forgiven and have a relationship with God, to have our sins forgiven and come to him and have this relationship with him. The Bible says we were dead. Jesus says through him that we're made alive. And that life connects us with God. And because of that, we should listen to the one who gives us life. Be connected to him in that relationship with Jesus Christ. Well, a third thing also that Jesus says, come and listen, uh, is, is the idea because of his concern for us. He goes on to say, and the one whom the Son reveals to him. In other words, Jesus says, the Son knows the Father, the Father knows the Son, and then anybody else that the Son reveals the Father to can know him as well. That's God's concern for us. That's Jesus. That was his deep love concern for us, is that we could know him and know uh, the Father. And so Jesus Christ came to give us access to him and give us knowledge of him. And so when it's time for you and I to listen, then Jesus says, come uh, and listen to me. If we're going to surrender the Lord Jesus Christ, we have to be in communication with him. We have to be listeners and hearers of him and uh, following him in, in that uh, relationship with him. And so he says, come and, and listen to Christ. If we're going to surrender to him, then we need to be in communication with the one that we're surrendering to. Well, something else that he says also. He says, come and listen to Christ. If you look at verse 28, he goes a little bit further with the idea. He says, come and leave your cares. Come and listen. And then once you listen, and when once we have an understanding of who Christ is, then how much easier is it for us to leave our cares with him? Uh, Jesus says in verse 28, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. He says, come and leave those cares with me. He's saying, come and leave those struggles that you have with me. He says, come to me, all you. You know, the idea here is simply the fact that he's saying that, that with whatever it is, you can leave it with me. Doesn't matter what the subject matter of your burden is. Uh, doesn't matter how complicated or complex it is. Jesus Christ says, you can come and leave it with me. Whatever it is, come and bring it and leave that burden with me. He's really saying also, no matter how much it is, how, how big that burden is or how heavy it is that you've been carrying. Maybe you've carried it so long that it's caused you to be spiritually and emotionally bent over and stooped. Depleted, discouraged. Jesus said it doesn't matter how heavy it is. 
or how big it is, come and leave that burden with me. As often, he's saying, as often as you need to, come to me. Jesus isn't worried about the size of the burden or the number of the burdens that you have or what kind of context or what kind of substance they are. He's just saying, come, come, come to me, all you who labor. All you who labor and are heavy laden. The word labor here means to become weary or tired or to lose heart or become discouraged. And Jesus says, don't, don't do that. Instead, come and, and, and leave that burden with me. Uh, heavy laden means to be to be carrying a heavy load, a, a load that's almost overwhelming. And he's saying, come and leave that heavy load with me. Sometimes our burdens come in people problems, don't they? It's our family, it's our friends, it's the people around us that are struggling or people around us that are being devastated or the people that are part of our life or maybe under attack and they're struggling mightily with the things that are going on in their life. It breaks our heart as well, doesn't it? I mean, how can a parent have a child suffering and not be burdened? How, how can a, a, a husband and wife, uh, one have a burden and the other not carry that same burden? So we look around us sometimes and it's maybe the people in our life that are going through things that are so hard and so distressful that, that it really creates a burden in our life as well. Sometimes it's not the people, but sometimes it's just personal problems, isn't it? I mean, it's just things going on with us. It's what we're facing. It's what we're struggling through. It's our, it's our own problems. Sometimes those problems come because we live in a fallen world. Sometimes those problems come because they're inflicted by others. Sometimes those problems come because they're self-inflicted. But it doesn't change the nature of the weightiness of them. How heavy they are on us sometimes. And Jesus reminds us to come and... All you are laboring and heavy laden. Sometimes it's really present problems. It's the stuff around us, isn't it? It's the world that we live in. It'd be real easy to get distressed by the world that we live in today if we didn't have Christ. To see the things that are going on around us and the changes in our society and and and, and then the the thoughts of those that that like our kids and our grandkids and what kind of world they're going to live in in the future. It's real easy to say, Brother Mike, you're, you're depressing me. <laughs> I don't mean to. I'm trying to give you an answer. What he reminds us to do is to come into him all, all get laboring or heavy laden and, and, he'll, and he'll give us rest. You see, it's those things. It's really come to leave your struggles. But also he says, come and find your supply. Come and leave your struggles, but come and find your supply. He says, and I will give you rest. I'll I'll give you what what you need. The idea of rest has several kind of thoughts about it. But one of those things about rest is, is it really means a cessation or ceasing of labor. Uh, it's, It's... Sometimes that Jesus Christ in our struggles and in our burdens as we bring them 
to him that he, he just takes them away. Now, that's wonderful, but he doesn't always do that. But sometimes he does. And, and he causes a cessation of that labor or that heaviness or that weight on us. We immediately feel that weight, that distress that he takes away. Sometimes that help and that rest comes in, or that supply comes in a sense of clarity. In other words, God shows us a way forward. Ever been there before? All of a sudden, things were just so heavy, and you, you were struggling, and, and you, you came to Christ, and you, you were listening to Him, and as you listened to Him, uh, all, all of a sudden, He showed you something you hadn't saw before. He saw maybe a way for you to make progress. He saw a way for you to walk out of where you were. And I love the story of Daniel and the lion's den. I love it because Daniel made it out. You know, it wouldn't be so good if he didn't. But, but, but I like it because he made it, made it, and God made him a way out. Daniel, surely when he was first in the lion's den, had a heavy burden. Or he's about to be a heavy bird on one of the lines. I don't know. But, but God made a way out for him. And, and sometimes God gives us clarity. He helps us to see that, hey, you know what? Maybe this isn't as bad as I thought it was. Or maybe there really is a, a way out. Or maybe there is something good inside all of this. Or maybe, and really what it all boils down to, God gives us hope. He gives us hope of a better day. You see, the life of a Christian, it, it isn't always clouds and rains, but there's sunshine. And, and God gives us clarity. And sometimes the way that we receive that rest is all of a sudden now we see a way. Sometimes the hardest part of a struggle or a burden to have is that when we're wrestling with it and we don't have a clue of how it's going to come out. Then all of a sudden we get a solution. Or we see a way, or God clears a path for us, and, and that, now we, we can begin to, to move. And so He gives us a sense of, of clarity. You know, another thing that also is a way that we experience that rest is that, that sometimes He just calms things down. Ever, I mean, have you ever had a time in your life when things were just raging? I mean, no more than one thing happens and, and, and before you can turn around, something else happens and something else has happened, maybe the same situation, just multiple layers of it. And all of a sudden, you know, you, you, you're just, you don't feel like you have no control. And all of a sudden, you turn and begin to seek the Lord and listen to Him and He just begins to quieten your spirit. Kind of calms you down. So come on, child. Just relax. Relax. Calm down. And probably the most advice I've ever given my wife, Jackie, was really short and frequent. It's Jackie, calm down. <laughs> you guys, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's calm down. Calm down. And God speaks that to our spirit. And he says... Just calm down. And so he begins to quieten our spirit. And, and the word rest means to revive. And in that calmness and that quietness, he gives us a chance to 
be revived and refreshed in our soul. So that now we can pick up and go at it again. And all those things, Jesus says, come and, and, and leave your struggles. Come and find your supply. All those struggles. And so he calls us to come and to leave our cares with him. He calls us to come and listen to him. One other thing about surrender is not only listening to God and leaving things with him, but if you look a little bit further in the passage, he says, come and learn from Christ. He says, learn from me. See, we need to know the one that we're going to surrender our lives to, surrender our burdens to, surrender our struggles to. And so Jesus says, what you need to do, you need to learn from me. And he says in verse 29, he says, um, he, he says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And so he says, come and learn from me. Well, why is it that, have you ever maybe had this experience, you know, you having, you're having these struggles and this burden and all of a sudden you say, hey, look, I can't handle it. Got to give it to Jesus. So you come, you lay it down to Jesus. Here it is. Here's my burden. Here's the struggle I'm going through. Can't carry it anymore. Going to leave it with you. You turn your back and take two steps and turn back around. And you pick it up again. You ever do that? Wow. You just pick it up again. Why do we do that? I think the answer is in learning about Him. If we learn about Him, we'll see that that we can leave and trust that burden to Him. He says, says, come and, 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 and He says, learn from me. You see, first of all, if you look at verse 29, because it really reveals the nurture of the teacher, that He wants to nurture us. That he wants to guide us along in our walk and relationship with him. To bring us to a place of greater trust and faith in him. And, and as he begins to move us along in that process. And all of a sudden when these things begin to happen. Then, then we have the confidence and the faith in Jesus Christ. That when we bring something to him that we can leave it there. That we don't have to pick it up and begin to deal with it all over again. And, and so he nurtures us along the way in ancient times. Young oxen were trained. And what they would, they'd be yoked to a, an old, well-trained, mature oxen. As a matter of fact, sometimes even the yoke reflected that. It'd be large on one side, smaller on the other. And, and really, that large ox was really doing all the work. But what he was doing is he was doing all the work. He was training that younger ox on what he needed to do. See, that's a picture of our relationship with Jesus Christ. Jesus says, take my yoke upon you and and learn from me. He says, my my yoke is easy. It it means, that word easy means it's well fitted. In other words, Jesus knows what kind of yoke we need. He knows how heavy that yoke needs to be. He knows how much of that load that we need to pull. And how much of it we need to trust him with. And how much he has to pull. Because you see, we, we learn from him. 
the Bible talks about responsibility that we had to follow God. He doesn't relieve us of all responsibility. But what he does is he bears those burdens along with us. Paul would say in 1 Corinthians 10, he would talk about all the scriptural examples of people who had gone through troubles and trials and tribulation. He, he would say these are for our learning. These are to teach us. And then he would go on and say that there's no burden that's ever been given to us as to that, that's, that's, that God won't help us in. That's what he's promised to do. He, he nurtures us along the way. He says, my yoke is easy. In other words, it's fit. He knows what we need. He says, my burden is light. The more we grow, the more we trust him to carry those burdens. And so we have a teacher who, who nurtures us lovingly along the way in our understanding of who he is. Because he wants to bring us to a place where, where we can without exception, trust Him completely. And so what does He do? He nurtures us as a teacher. But, but also, if you look a little further, that He reveals the nature of the teacher. You, you see, Jesus presents Himself as someone that can be trusted. Someone that we would want to surrender our lives to. He says this about himself. He says, For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you'll find rest for your souls. What if Jesus said, I'm stern and judgmental? What if he had said that? So I don't I don't know. I don't want to I don't want him to be my teacher. I want a teacher who understands. I want a teacher who empathizes with me. I want a teacher who can know what I'm going through. And, and, and know how to help me through those struggles. So that's why Jesus says, hey, I'm, I'm humble. And he says, my yoke is light. He says, really, you can trust me. You see, the best teachers are the ones that we can trust. The ones that we know that, that are open. The ones that we know that care. And Jesus is that kind of teacher. So what does he say? He says, come on and, and, and let me nurture you. Let me teach you. Let me teach you through my word. Let me teach you through my presence in your life. Let me teach you through circumstances. Let me just give you some life lessons. And I'm going to do that because I care about you. And I want to nurture you along the way. The outcome of his teaching, he says, is rest. He says, you'll, you'll find rest for your souls. You'll find what you need. He says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You know, as you begin to think about that, if, if that's what trusting Christ is for our burdens, surrendering to Him, giving Him control of our life, if that's light and easy, then, then what is it when we try to hold on to our life? What is it when we try to carry our own burdens? What is it when we try to take care of our own selves? Then it's just the opposite, isn't it? It's heavy and it's hard. 
Jesus Christ has given us a choice. He says, come and surrender to me. And he gives us that call to surrender. And in that surrender, he's, what he's saying is come and listen to what I'm trying to tell you. Because you need to know me in order to surrender to me. Come and hear what I have to say. Come and hear my advice. Come and hear my truth or the truth. And once we begin to listen to him, all of a sudden we see really the idea of, of that we can leave that burden there. We can trust him. We, we learn to do that in life. You see, the problem that we have is a lot of lessons that we learn, we have to relearn in life. Today, I remember all the things that I studied in high school and college. Promise you, if I had to go back and redo those things, I'd have to relearn those lessons. And so Jesus Christ calls us to, to that repeated learning from a teacher who really cares. Bow with me this morning as we bow.